When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I hope y'all heard that. Um, this is an interesting recording because the only reason why I'm even recording right now <clears throat> at the same time watching Dynamite 
is just feel like recording. I wasn't going to drop an episode this week on Thursdays, so people can understand. Thursdays is the actual episode that's recorded that week, that's released, because it's just me. I was I wasn't going to drop one, but I decided to go ahead and do it. Figured to give y'all a day off for the smokers lounge to a certain extent. See, one thing that you listeners and you smokers understand is that I love professional wrestling. I grew up on it. I remember days with my grandma and my granddad took me to door in the arena to watch the old school territory stuff. Me and Billy Pilgrim have a two podcasts dedicated to it. And one of my favorite wrestlers was, well, is Jay Briscoe. Now, for some of you people that don't know professional wrestling, never seen it, there's this tag, this brother tag team called the Briscoes. And <clears throat> Jay was the first one to go pro. His brother, I think, came like a year later once he turned 18. Jay Briscoe and his brother is probably one of the most decorated. Got to be on the Mount Rushmore of tag teams in professional wrestling. They pretty much held every belt. There's the hell that there wasn't a WWE or the AEW title. Um, and Jay Briscoe himself was a, a a probably one of the best singles wrestlers of all time. You just unless you really was a Ring of Honor fan like that, like I was, like I am. You missed his two title runs, which me, in my opinion, he's in the top three of the best Ring of Honor champions of all time. And his promos was cool. It was funny because he, you, you can tell he's a country boy, even though Delaware, I don't consider Delaware a country, I guess it's Northern country, but. He sounded like a white hood nigga. That's what he sounded like, honestly. Like, I looked at him, I listened to him, and I could tell that I could probably have a beer with him, smoke a blunt with him. He, it's, it's cool. It's like he was a, a wonderful fellow. It was messed up that the world didn't get to really see him on a bigger stage than Ring of Honor. Uh, because of a TNT executive that had an issue with something that he said years prior, which him and his brother apologized for. The matches that could have went down. One of my dream matches was the Briscoes versus the Usos. I would love to hear Jay Briscoe go toe-to-toe with Jay Uso on the mic. It killed my heart. It hurt my heart to hear that he had died. I think I think he died yesterday or two days ago. I, the way this year been going, shit. I, I don't know what day is what. It's up and down. And 
He died in a car accident. And the more I learned, he died coming, bringing his, his two daughters home from cheerleading practice. I saw a video of him practicing cheerleading with his daughter during the pandemic. He had the bow in his hair in the old nine. And this dude been doing this since he was a teenager. He he turned thirty. He's thirty eight. His birthday was coming up, and he was about to turn thirty nine. His today is his brother's birthday, Mark. And all the outpouring and the love, but I'm just letting you know myself, man. He this one hurt. Just as much as Eddie Guerrero and, and Dustin Rhodes, because it's not just wrestler that died. It, it, it was wrestler that I actually liked and and loved to see and made the point to go see. And he was young. You no, know, you know Billy Joel sing that song. You know the good die young. I can tell you, it was a good dude. You know, it's funny even with some of the stories they say. He, Tommy Dream was saying that uh. He'd be seeing him at the 7-Eleven after a show, and they'd be like, you need a ride? He'd be like, no. Nah. They out there drinking beers with the fans, just chit-chatting. Like, if there was a white boy that I would like to be like, he's probably would have been Jay Briscoe, honestly. And some of the matches that I watched him do, tag matches in the whole nine, you know. I didn't get a chance to see the FTR match now, which is crazy because that was his last match. I think that was televised or pay-per-view or what have you. It was a dog, a tag team dog collar match. The first tag team dog collar match that I ever seen or ever heard of. And I heard it was five stars. Even Jim Cornette was like five stars. And what's the irony of it is they won the match. In hindsight, FTR, the tag team that they beat, uh, had decided they need to take a break. Their contract coming up, that's coming up in, in a little bit, or what have you. But nonetheless, the Briscoes won. So he went out on top. Now, I pray for his, his kids. I pray for his, his two children because they were in the car during the accident and they were messed up pretty bad themselves. And I pray for Mark Briscoe because him and his brother was like inseparable. His dad. Now, his real name was Jamin Pugh. Yeah, people, they had a life outside. They had a name over the Briscoe. I think Probably they took the name Briscoe because of the Briscoe brothers, the original Briscoe brothers. Well, now, Mark and Mr. Jake can be up in heaven testing his skills against Gerald Briscoe, I mean, Jack Briscoe. I mean, yeah, against the Briscoe. The NWA world champion. See, sometimes it's celebrity deaths that that one hurt. All, all death hurt, but no, that one hurt. 
you know, to the level of a Kobe or or um, Michael Jackson or Whitney Houston. Remember Whitney Houston funeral? Man, that shit was. Whew. And plus, he was a wrestler that was still active. Shit, they still had tag titles. There's gonna be a lot of tag. Gonna be a lot of tag tournaments. They had the the Hog tag titles. I think they had. Uh, uh, but no, no, I bet they lost the uh, Game Change Wrestling tag titles, and they just won Ring of Honor tag titles for the thirteenth time. They held the Jap. They held the the New Japan tag titles at one point. I mean, dude, they held belts every fucking where. I wanted to see him in WWE, see what they would do. Definitely AEW. So. It's like, I hate that I didn't get a chance to sit down and we discuss it, or what have you. You know, the rap show, he's been busy, what have you. And the podcast is making changes. What have you? And you got to learn how to adjust to changes. Now going into my third year of podcasting, um, working hard, getting interviews with people, and see with me, I'm the kind of person I interview everyone. I interview the rookies, I interview the veterans. It recently interviewed people with, you know, that cater to unusual fetishes, all that stuff. And I tell people that podcasting is a labor of love. It's becoming that more and more just because, just because, you know what I'm saying? Just because you got YouTube, you got all these these um, places who you know what I'm saying places that um, I'm sorry I'm a little distracted thinking about Trey Briscoe got all these places that they're just keeping 100 YouTube ain't making the money that they used to and I want people to think about this when Elon Musk bought Twitter right he thought Twitter was a moneymaker. You want to know why he fought so hard and tried to get out of it? Because he saw Twitter was not. And as you can see, he done lost money with Twitter. Because without, there's no way to generate income. And the only way you can generate income is if you have a subscription base that content creators can make money and you can make money too. And the problem with YouTube is that they don't have that. So now they've made it even more stricter for you to have to move as a YouTuber to make your monetization. And guess where they went to? That's right. Cursing. Even said that the videos from the past can still be affected. Now, let me keep it 100. And I'll say this, and I'll say this again. That's the reason why I don't really worry about YouTube on my end, 
I just post what I post, and I'm not worried about trying to be monetized or 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 paid out the ass. You feel me? Because one, it takes for fucking ever to even get monetized on YouTube, and there is and 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 the goals that you have to uh, reach is ridiculous. See, the reason why uh, X videos, the reason why some of these porn sites make so much money, because they get 40% of what a content creator makes, and you make it where it's subscription based, to where people can subscribe and watch, what have you. But see, here's the kicker it, it, you can't see anything for free unless you subscribe. There's no free. You might see a preview, what have you. YouTube made its own hell because everything is for free. I can watch everything for free. It's used for, for advertising for most part. It's just people has figured out a way to make money off, off of YouTube and through YouTube. YouTube has not figured out a way to make money through creators. Same problem that Spotify going to run into, whether they believe it or not, because once again, you're asking people to pay for audio. You're asking people to pay for videos. So unless your YouTuber or your subscribers have a rabid fan base, they're not going to. But if everybody on YouTube has a subscription base and was able to get a subscription base, then the law averages work in your favor because guess what? One, it's going to force the Logan Pauls and them to decide, wait a second, it's more money with the subscription because we can charge more for the subscription. I hate using Andrew Tate, but think about it. Andrew Tate had motherfuckers paying to join his shit. That's why he made money so fast. $5,000 for you to pay to be a part of my shit. And YouTube could easily, now, here's the point, it would take time. And it means that you would have to allow every motherfucker to have the ability, the ability to monetize on YouTube, no matter how many views they got or not. But see, the problem is that they don't want to step away from their business model to make money. So thus, this is the reason why, huh? Because think about they said they're demonetizing some of the channels or demonetizing some of the videos. So videos they're probably making millions of dollars are now going to be demonetized and will not make money. Which means that YouTube gets to pay out less and keep more. Because they're not generating any money because how many YouTube channels have a subscription base where people pay a subscription? Same thing when I look at with Spotify. If Spotify put a subscription button up there, plus I know it's not a lot of podcasts use a subscription base for anchor. Now, it's beauty of it in it because that means that, well... 
sooner or later the shit, you know what I'm saying, will start hitting off, you know, what have you. But it takes time for people to get it, just like people still don't even realize Spotify has video. Nor does Spotify advertise it. So a lot of these platforms are not making money. And now, YouTube is testing this out to see. But what's going to end up happening is, what if you start seeing a lot of the other motherfuckers start going to TikTok more? Where cussing is not an issue. And YouTube start losing more money. See, we might be progressive, but our minds stay sometimes are very conservative. That's just facts. And two other things I wanted to talk about, which I was on Tubi, and Black Independent Cinema, I know there's a company by the name of Plush Films Plush Entertainment. But it was funny seeing Mina Monroe. And seeing Mina Monroe was interesting because, well, she's, I recruited her to be a BCB street team. She was part of it, the Michigan chapter, the Midwest chapter. And I didn't really get a chance to do anything with that chapter, what have you. But to see her acting in movies and TV series that be distributed on different platforms, was mind blowing, and she's very good at what she does. She's a very good actress. And this is the second female that has become somewhat of a major actress. My girl April Jones. Shouts out to her. Um, y'all seen? Y'all probably saw her on one of the Tyler Perry TV shows. No, April Parker. My bad, April Parker. She gonna kick my ass. My little sister's gonna beat my ass for saying her name wrong. I'm sorry, babe. April Parker, and um. She was on, uh, God dang it. She was on one of the have, haves and have nots. That was she was on, have and have nots. And, um, no, it wasn't have and have nots. Damn it, what's the name of it? Well, I think it was one of those. But anyway, and some of those black movies on Tubi is damn good. I ain't talking about the high-level professional with Denzel Washington, Tyrese. No, no, no. He talking about the independent shit. Detroit got going on. Detroit got it going on. And I was like, damn, okay. Uh, it, 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 I see Detroit is on the low in filming, becoming a filming capital, yo. I'm like, because I ain't see a lot from no New York cats. And Tubi, Everything I looked up was was Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. <laughs> I'm like, they they say up there, it's funny, like they be talking. Someone say something, they be like, yo, man, you know, we got to get this money. Yeah, say less. See, where I'm from, we say say no more. But I watched this series called The Dirty D. And... That shit was fucking good as hell. I think it was about six, seven episodes based around a drug dealing uh, I guess a club owner 
with some sex ass bottle girls. And it's based around that him and his wife and he, he producer, writer, Lisa Brown, shots out to her. I swear that, 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 that the writing was very good. Um, it's basically like power with, with sitting around a fucking, you know, nightclub. And A lot of character, lot of character development, even to the point of the undercover cop. He has a baby mama and a girlfriend. The baby mama's lying to another dude, thinking that have him thinking that that cop's child is his child. You know, there's a lot of ratchetness in it, but it's well placed and it's real good. Um, made me want to see season two. And I see they used the same people in the movies because there was a movie that was pretty good. He played me. Then the sequel, he played me too. Um, you know, I ain't even gonna front my two favorite actors out there of the me. This girl named Kayla and uh, Shelby. God, I wish I had that damn names in front of me. But um, if y'all, if y'all watch the Dirty D. She the girl that was a stripper that got the bartender to drug this young girl that she had beef with and she basically sexually assaulted her. Which the girl figured out at the end. So season two left a lot and the cliff angle was very good, very good. Like I said, but Mina Monroe, she she handled her business. I see she got a movie coming out. I see Detroit got a cracking when it comes to the independent film, black independent film, and I like seeing black independent film, especially if it's good. So, if you ever download Tubi, go check out The Dirty D. Um, also, He Played Me, plus the sequel to He Played Me Too. I'm going to check out a couple other ones. Um, I might, like, do a review of a series or a movie on Thursdays to kind of, you know, because I'm, I'm, I like highlighting my people shit. You feel me? So, but I ain't gonna hold you. I just wanna give y'all a few minutes. So, sorry it wasn't no intro. Cause I don't think it deserved the intro. But it is an outro. Well, let's see if this is the right one. Cause, let me tell you. Jay
Jay Briscoe. Rest in peace, man. Life is a learning experience. It's the point of the experience. If you haven't learned anything, smoke.